Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The old X, uh, formerly known as Twitter, which I'm going to keep calling it Twitter. I don't care. It's Twitter to It'll me. It'll always be Twitter. Yeah. Twitter X is what why, I do what, Why the hell would you have a brand that recognizable and go, oh, I'm going to change the name? He's making it up on the fly, I think. He's a billionaire. He's just yeah. having fun with it. It's a toy to him. You know what I mean? He's just like, ah, I paid $44 billion. I'll do what I want. You know, took away my blue check. You know, hurt my feelings. I was a, I was a somebody, guys. You know, now I got to pay $9 a month to be somebody. Well, maybe once your BET experience takes uh, off, you'll get a black check. Black check. That's yeah. what I want, baby. Yeah, hell yeah. There you go. I just want to get my black card. I think I'm so you close got to getting it, dude. It. You got your black card. I, li- listen, when I first met Johnny B., we were uh, the they, the improvs and the funny bones would send me uh, like on a on suicide mission uh, gigs <laughs> where like I would be the white guy opening for oh, the yeah, most yeah. gangster uh-huh. yeah. black comedian where uh, the, uh, they've tried other white guys and they were killed yeah, right and, yes and I would come out here to Florida and I'd be opening for and Johnny B would be on the ticket. And Johnny would just murder. Uh-huh. He is the uh, blackest white man. Yeah. And yeah. why do you think he has a hot girlfriend? Well, she's a wife now. Uh, yeah, she's got yeah. a big booty, too. Yeah. Um, See what I'm saying? Because he's hung like a black It man. is weird. <laughs> I- I mean, you know, I, I'm going to go play. Well, let's see it now. we got to see I it. mean, I lost 120 pounds in the last two years. So, you know, I gained a, gained a few inches back. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's the same ding dong. It's just got less stuff around it. You mm. know? So it's nice. Um, but he is right, though. And I remember having this conversation with uh, the manager at the Improv when I was a few years in. And I was, uh, you know, I was getting hosting gigs like every every three weeks. We were on a rotation, me and a couple other comics. And and I remember saying, hey, man, like, you know, Jim Norton's coming in. I see him on the calendar. I saw Burt Kreischer on the calendar. You know, I said, uh, I go, hey, man, like, can I get it one of those weekends or something? I go, you know, you got me, you know. I'm doing, you know, Guy Tory weekend. I'm doing uh, Lavelle Crawford weekend. Right. You know? And uh, and he goes, is that a problem? I go, no, no. I love those guys, and I love the crowds. Like I love them. I go, why? Just why aren't you booking me with the white guys? You know, and the white girls. You know, they wouldn't do it with me either. That's what they would do with me. And, and I yeah. don't get me wrong. I was happy to get time. It was awesome. Sure, but th- but what he told me was, I book you with those shows because you're not afraid of the black crowds. Yeah. And I go, well, then obviously I'm not afraid of the white ones. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a, I'm not afraid of any of them. Like, Hispanic, white, Asians. Like, I want to work them all. Put me on with Bobby Lee. You know? Oh, yeah. I don't care. Yeah, give me anybody. I like that. Do you like a challenge, like, when when you uh, when you go into a market you haven't done before? Do you like the challenge of, like, I don't know what the crowd's going to be. I don't know. They don't know who I am. Now, I, I, I find over. I do find pretty much everywhere. Yeah. I don't really, you know, comedy's universal. I did have the worst set I ever had. I was touring through Europe, actually, and I'd been killing. Like, I did Romania, uh-huh. murdered. Did Paris, murdered. I got booked in Amsterdam. Uh, theater in Denez, it was called. Denez Theater. It's this big theater where they do comedy. And uh, I'm up on stage, and it was one of those sets where uh, they're very polite in Europe. They don't heckle. 
they just sit quietly looking at you. If That's you're not, worse. If oh, it's way worse. <laughs> you could hear a pin drop. It was the quietest room in the world. And oh. you know, comics joke about that uh, that drop of sweat going down the ass crack. Yeah. It literally was like that stressful. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? what is going on? What is the disconnect? So uh, I thought maybe it was, I said to the crowd, I go, hey, uh, are you having trouble understanding my English? And the whole crowd at once said, no. Oh, I was like, oh man. I'm just with an English it. accent. Uh, I was just eating it, dude. Yeah. You know what's funny? I just did a, a week with uh, April Macy like two weeks ago. She's awesome. Love her to death. And she has a place. I guess she married an Italian guy or something. She's in where? Prague or somewhere? Yeah. So she's over there. And she told me, she goes, Johnny, you would love Europe. They would, they would eat you, you would up. You would murder in Europe, Johnny. She, and, but here's the funny part. What you just said, she goes, all the rooms are great except Amsterdam. I don't know what it Dude, is about I, Amsterdam. Are you serious? She, she said, said that? that? Yeah. Dude, I ate it so hard in Amsterdam. And I was like, well, maybe the crowd's high. The, the locals don't really smoke. Right. They, so like, that's I, tourist stuff. I don't know what the hell. It's weird, yeah. My worst set ever was uh, at the Tampa Improv featuring for Mark, oh. for Mark Marin. About, oh, about Mark Marin. I was about three years into comedy, and they needed a feature, and his crowd was way too sophisticated for me. I mean, 25 minutes of dead silence. Like, yeah. I heard... I heard, like, the kitchen manager in the kitchen, like, hey, man, we need fries on table 10. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to kill myself. Oh, and man. then I got my inner demon voice going, you know, counting down, going... Only 24 more minutes, oh, buddy. Oh, jeez. That's... Only 24 more minutes. It was the worst time of my life. Yeah, it was, it was not good at all. And then I, I bombed in front of... Or featuring for Bobby Kelly one time. Not that bad. Not the Mark Marin bomb, but pretty bad. And I remember Bobby Kelly with the best line, and I still use it on comics, newer comics now. <laughs> I walk up, and he goes, he goes, hey, man, this ain't for everybody. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bobby. Wow, Bobby! No, like you never had a bad set. I uh, know. Uh, well, he was just busting balls. We worked uh, a lot together since then, and uh, he actually called me. Him and uh, our morning guy, Mike Calta, they're they're like best friends. He they called me on three way um, when he was looking uh, for somewhere to to record his last special, Killbox, and I was on the way to a restaurant with my now wife. To propose to her. I had to ring in my pocket and I get this phone call and it's Bobby Kelly. And I'm like, what the hell? You know, and he's like, yeah, I'm looking for a venue, you know, in, in the Tampa area. And you're the guy, you know what? And I just, my brain was just completely fried. I was worried about proposing. And I, just, oh, I couldn't think of anywhere off the top of my head. But they ended up finding a, a really great spot. And uh, the special came out wonderful. But I was just like, every time I see him advertising a special, I'm like, yeah, I remember that phone call where he was looking for a venue. And I was just like, I don't know. He's an interesting dude. Like, I met him. I worked with him twice. And the first time, he was a real jerk to me. And the second time, he didn't know who I was. He couldn't remember me. He couldn't have been nicer. Yeah, well, you know. And I'm like, what is going on with this guy? He's bipolar, like most comics. Is that what it is? Yeah, we're all crazy. Yeah. Well, let, 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 here's something I want to talk about. Because we've been talking about the improv, right? Uh-huh. Dude, I am psyched to be coming back to side splitters. I yes. love the improv. I don't want to. I'm not going to say anything bad because they've been really good to us. But the side splitters, bro. I played there like I had. I was in this improv group when I was a kid. I was like 19 or 20. Side splitters been around for a minute, bro. Yeah. And uh, we did that room, and I just remember it's like a magical room. It's a beautiful room. I mean, it's a kill box. You it know? is. It really is, and and it's got that nostalgic feeling and. They play a they play a reel before their shows now. That's just comics 
talking about them like on different podcasts about and side stuff. splitters yeah they, oh wow they pulled these clips from rogan's show and all these different podcasts where they're being where they just in organically bring up side splitters and how it's one of their favorite you know there's mark norman there's ari shafir all these guys are like tampa you gotta get down to tampa oh yeah you know what i mean like side splitters that is a joint and when you walk in it hits you like it's this nostalgic 80s 90s comedy club you smell the popcorn you know it's just everything about it is just like comedy club you know? yeah it, it, it's a, and like, it's a real uh like i find a lot of these clubs nowadays are very corporate yeah and to the point where i've had i'm not going to say his name but a high level club owner guy that works for large chains and he goes dude it's not even about funny anymore we we could care less yeah it's asses and seats that's all it is yeah we are a restaurant i'm opening for tiktokers now so and I know. these guys uh couldn't sniff your jock when it comes to funny yeah no but, it's, it's true it's true but they're selling a hundred dollar tickets and you're like what the hell's going on here yeah. i've been doing comedy 30 years and i'm opening for some kid who does a, a song about a llama yes and i'm like what what happened to my career yeah, the first time it happened to me was uh, I was doing a Sunday night show, like a 7 o'clock show, and I go to walk in and the club, and the uh, bouncer's like, you can't go in. I'm like, no, no, I'm headlining the, the show. And he goes, yeah, but we have a 5 o'clock show that's uh, a private show that's sold out, and we have to clear everybody out here in a little bit. It was a YouTuber. He was 16 years old. He had no jokes. He was up there doing dances and stuff. Had a merch table the size of Walmart, and he ended up like making my show half hour late. And I was like, that was in like 2015. I'm like, what the hell is happening? And it just got worse since then. Yeah. I so I mean, I had they, they had uh, me open for this YouTube kid, and uh, they were like, "Can you do like 40 minutes in the middle? Because this yes. kid's got like 12 minutes of jokes." Uh huh. Yeah. I'm like, well, give me 40 minutes worth of paycheck. They will. I I figured that really? out. Really? These YouTubers have bankrolls, and these TikTokers. So they asked me to one of them. I'm not going to say who it is. Uh, not funny. Big on TikTok, <laughs> but they said, "Hey, can you host?" And uh, my first thought was, "I'm a headliner, bitch. Right? You want me to host for you? You suck. You're not even a comic." But instead, I went think like think like a capitalist, right? So I said, uh, "I mean, yeah." I go, "How much time do you want me to do?" They said, well, "As much time as you want." And I said, "Well, I need four hundred dollars." They're like, "Done." And I'm like, "Okay, that's nothing." To them. <laughs> That, that 400 bucks is nothing to these kids. Well, yeah, they were charging $80 for meet and greet tickets. So yeah, you got five tickets. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, they go, beautiful. we'll give him five tickets worth of uh, cash. Yeah, it was great. It's a win-win for everybody, though, right? I agree. I don't yeah. mind, dude. I'll open yeah, up yeah. for the devil if you now give there, me enough money. I can think of one guy who's actually up, like, can back it up as a comic, and that's uh, this kid, Jason Banks. Oh, he, yeah, yeah. He's, he's an Ohio Columbus. guy. Dude, yeah. I watched him gr- pretty much grow up on stage. And that guy, like he, he's actually funny. Like, yeah. he's the one TikToker that I would say, yeah, that's a guy who's who can do forty-five strong minutes and is worth the the, the price of admission. Good, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've he's seen, I've seen clips of his stand-up, but I know how he got famous on TikTok with the little son dad back and forth thing. He's solid. You know, he's funny as hell. Um, social media, Johnny B Tampa on everything. Will is home underscore made underscore man on everything. And Jake, give everybody yours. Uh, Cadillac Comedy 4 on TikTok. Uh, I am uh, Jake Annarino on Instagram. That's I-A-N-N-A-R-I-N-O. That's weird. It took me like a year, but I, I yeah, can dude. spell it now. It's no the problem. I messes it up. I-A-N, but it's Jake, I-A-N, and Google. And the I is like silent. the same name for TikTok? 
Why didn't you consolidate your hands? Because I'm on like my 15th account on TikTok. Yeah. I keep getting banned because I fought the uh, COVID narrative pretty hard. Oh. Uh, dude, I was like yeah. the first guy out of the gate. I was like, the he minute was. they announced, I was like, if you look at my YouTube, go back to March when they when I, I was like, nobody shut your business down. Nobody give in to the fear. This is all nonsense. This is the World Economic Forum. This is the Gates Foundation. It's all garbage. And uh, all of a sudden, I went from getting millions of views to getting like 15 views. Mm-hmm. Uh, got demonetized. Got uh, account after account taken down on Instagram, yep. on TikTok. They really came after me pretty hard. And I'm rebuilding now, but... Uh, that's yeah, that stinks because now you're kind of all over the place where people people just need one one name, yeah. one simple name to come get you. See, you got to get burner accounts if you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna do the trash talk. You got to like make a burner account, get like a avatar of like a knight, and that's when you can stay say all the crazy stuff. And that ah. gets banned. You're like whatever. Yeah, I need like multiple accounts, I guess. Well, mm-hmm. you didn't know at that time. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. didn't know at that time that right. that you were going to get pulled down for having an opinion on something. Right. That's, you know, that's that's true. That's yeah. facts. I thought it might happen actually. <laughs> I know. I th- I kind of ha- ha- like I had that feeling in my gut like I'm probably going to get in some trouble for this because the the media was so yeah. aggressively live in fear. Your family will die if you don't put a mask on. They're they're, they're starting to do it again now. So it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah it's a. Uh, well, what about was it was it last year or the year before where Biden said? Uh, well, the White House came out and they said uh, we're going to have a winter of death. If you a don't severe get winter of death and destruction. <laughs> it was like a movie trailer, yeah. And then and then the hurricane was coming through, and Biden goes, uh, and I don't know how everybody in the world didn't just go, all right. He goes, you want to, the most important thing you could do to protect yourself when oh, this yeah. hurricane comes through is get vaccinated. Hurricanes hate mRNA. Get vaccinated. And like, everybody just <laughs> went, what? <laughs> I mean, that's a reach, buddy boy, you know? You know it's gonna blow COVID up your butt. <laughs> hey. You gotta get vaccinated. It was weird, dude. So, uh, but yeah, I think Florida. We dealt with it for a little bit, but then it was uh, most of the state was like, "All right." Were people into the mask thing down here? Some dude in Ohio, people would like fist fight you over it. I had the cops called on me. Wow, because I I was like, I'm not I'm not putting that. On. I know what this is. And when you put that mask on, you're pushing this fear. And I'm not pushing fear for Big Farm. Right. I'm not. I knew that. I didn't know there would be a uh, a shot that they would try to push, but I knew something was afoot. And now I'm like, oh, this was all to scare people ahead of the shot. Right. And, uh, and so I wouldn't do it. And I I was at a comedy club one night, and uh, it wasn't really a comedy club. It was one of those bar gigs. Yeah, it's most of my gigs. And they said, hey, uh, you can't come in without a mask. And I said, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm, one, I'm the main act. Like right. we, we literally will not have a show. Yeah. So the girl says, well, I'm not letting you in. And then I see her walk off and take the trash out to, to the back of the building. And I walked in. And I said, put me up right now. They put me on stage. I got on stage. I made fun of the masks. I made fun of all this stuff. I got off and uh, the guy said, listen, you put a mask on right now or you're fired. You'll never play this room again. I said, go F your sister. Yeah, dude. I'm not Were you on back. stage? You weren't on stage. With I got mask. off stage. The minute I got off stage. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, if they were like, you have to wear a mask even when you're performing, then I could go, okay, well, that at least makes some semblance right. of sense. But you're on stage. 
speaking loudly <laughs> into the crowd without right. a mask, and then yeah. you have to like that doesn't none of that made any sort of sense whatsoever. Oh, like, what's like going to a restaurant? As long as you're sitting down, COVID yeah. will fly over I, your head. Again, you know, you can just no take sense. the mask off. No sense. None so, of it makes any sense. It's all because it's all just made up nonsense from Big Farm. It's it's. Uh, but the business, but the business owners too, Jake. It's not their fault. They're forced to do these things because otherwise we'll come in and find you. If yeah. we find somebody. So I got into a run-in. This was like, honestly, I was kind of like, if you want me to wear a mask, fine. If I'm going to the grocery store, whatever I need to do, I was pretty compliant with stuff. One day I went to, there was this bar. It was like outside. I didn't even go An inside. An outdoor, like a courtyard kind yes. of? Yeah. And I, I didn't even think about it. And it was, I don't want to mention the establishment, but it was really close to my house. Um, and this... I had a mask in my hand in case I went in. and uh, But I was sitting outside. So I, I just had it in my hand. And as I was walking by to sit down at the bar, this old man goes, you know, it works better if you wear it. And I go, yeah, you know, I'm just sitting down here at the bar. He gets up and starts talking to the bartender, points at me, and he's getting mad. And, uh, you know, and then the bar, they're like, sorry, we can't, uh, we can't serve you. I'm like... Who the who is this man? Like who? Is, you know, that's the owner. That's the mask police. That's the owner. And I was like, fair enough. Goodbye. And I never went back, and I never will go back. No, to that place I'll again. I'll never go back to one of the places that gave me grief. Yeah. I will never give him another penny. I feel bad for that guy, even though he seems like he's doing fine. The business is still open, and he survived COVID. But to his point, he's like, they're gonna find me. If you if you're not wearing if somebody comes in here if some police force comes in here and tells oh you're well show you're me the compliant. law show me the law where I have matter. to make my patrons wear a mask oh they though. were they were matter. pulling people's liquor licenses for yeah. six they months. were pulling liquor licenses oh yeah yeah insanity yeah it, it, yeah didn't like the law had no uh, credence at that time like it but wasn't that's, a thing. that like you can't just make up laws they have to they pass do it all the time <laughs> yeah, they do, exactly. and then they have their police force enforce them Unbelievable, this is this is an man. emergency you know they went under the guise of the emergency i hate the, so. i hate the people with the great that had the greater than thou thing too i was doing a uh a, a cancer benefit at a big theater i'm not gonna say which theater but it's a very large theater where i performed with ralphie may and i would i saw chris rock there you know like cool huge theater so I was there a couple of years ago. Well, it was, uh, you know, a year after the pandemic started. And they had a, a rule where, you know, you had to have a mask on except for when you're on stage, you know. And um, the stage manager, this 22-year-old sitting off to the side, you know, the curtain and everything. I'm going on stage in 30 seconds. And I'm working with Derek Richards, Steve Byrne. Those wow. Are, yeah, I'm opening for both of those guys both murderers right but Derek richards he's he's you know he's got pushing against a lot of that stuff too you know and he's uh you know i, I don't know i would say he's probably a republican comedian you know probably is what somebody would label him but he's he's just i a, didn't know there were any republicans i just comedians. think he's sensible <laughs> you know and and he pushes against stuff so i mean i guess they would label me that too i don't know even though i'm i'm pretty much a you know independent hate everybody but he uh I'm, I'm 30 seconds I'm going on stage. They're announcing me. And I take my mask off and I'm standing off to the side. Little 20-something-year-old goes, you need to have a mask on. That's his exact voice. I'm not going to say what. Yeah, I need to have your mask on. He goes, on. you need to have your mask on. And I said, well, I'm going on stage. He goes, well, until you get on stage. And I went, are you serious? And he goes, um, 
is six million people dying <laughs> serious? Six million PCR tests. Like he just threw out this <laughs> big number. Like, is that serious? Yeah. Like me taking my mask off 30 seconds before I walk on stage is going to kill some more people. Right. And I look over at him. I go, I go, you're, are you a real person? <laughs> and as I'm walking on stage, I can hear Derek Richards just chewing this guy out. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, nice. Derek Richards, cool. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah. So he's just like, he's like, you're you're an effing joke. Da, 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 da. You know, it's like, what? And, and I was so, it upset me so bad. It almost threw me off my set. But I was like, no, you know, this is a big crowd. There's a thousand people. I'm trying, I got to do a good job. And so I just shelved it until later. But when I got off stage, it came right back to me. And I just, I wanted to go over and punch him in the face, but right. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I just walked around with my mask off behind stage Look. the entire time. I went to the green room, nah, nah, no mask. I don't care. It what cre- are you going to do? It created like this Stanford prison experiment in real life, like on it a did. large scale. It did. It, it had low status people who are just normal plebs now get to tell people what to do. Yeah. yeah. They're the prison guards. I'm now. the enforcer. Me. Yeah. And uh, I've never known the love of a woman. Put your <laughs> mask on. <laughs> there's a certain personality type that really fed on that because they were morally in the right. This because, is my time to shine. Yes. Yeah. And it was a lot of that. You still see it, you know, now. Um, it's true. So it's it was it was a very unfortunate time, and I hope it doesn't come back. I don't think we have much to worry about here in in the state of Florida. I think uh, the illusion's broken. I think the the powers that should not be made a huge miscalculation. They thought that everybody was going to comply and everybody would line up for these shots and keep their ma- and live in fear. And instead, they just woke everybody up. Remember when they would say, uh, oh, there's these groups, there's these shadowy leaders up top and it's the Illuminati. And people would go, who's the, the Illuminati? Who's that? Mm. Now mm-hmm. people are like, it, it's kind of like the Illuminati. Who's the Illuminati? Now you're like, no, we know who they are. <laughs> it's the World Health Organization. It's Bill Gates. It's Klaus Schwab. We know who they are. Yeah. Like all they did was and wake everybody up. They're very they were very open in talking about these things too. It's not like they're hiding. No, they're writing books saying it. That and that's what, you know, is so wild to me is that you could show somebody that video of them talking and they'll still go, No, you're wrong. You know. They won't even You could show the them idea. evidence and they're like, Nope, conspiracy yes. theorist. Yes. Well that's their you know, it's 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 very uh tribal are very it's uh like uh, we've talked about it. it's it's almost like sports teams you know they, everybody has their team and their team can't be wrong you know what i mean right it's like it's true yeah even if your team it's is the like Cleveland political Browns. party once you sign on to right. a political party you sign on to a bunch of bs nobody will call their party out which no. is crazy i agree with everything my party says yeah no I, but i'm not towing the line i'm an independent ruler. it is weird you should be able to to you know like a even if you like a candidate, you can't. You could say like, "Well, I don't like this about them," like, right? Because I've said that even like about Ron DeSantis. People like, "Oh, you're a big DeSantis guy." I'm like, I like a lot of stuff that he stands for, but then there's some stuff that we I don't agree with sure. because I'm a regular person, like I'm a dude that doesn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, you know, like well, you're a right wing. We get called right wingers all the time. Like, not, no, I'm not religious. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, no, I don't. I'm I'm kind of pro-choice, you know. So I mean, how am I right winger in that regard? That's stupid. I can't. That doesn't fit the narrative at all. So I don't know what the hell you're talking about. It's just everybody's dumb. Well, like I was saying before, we were talking before. Anybody, the the definition of conspiracy theorist and right wing Nazi now is anybody who doesn't believe the news. If you do not believe the TV or the official narrative, then you're some kind of crazy conspiracy tinfoil alex jones guy and it's like mm-hmm. no 
No, I, I could just see through the BS. I, I mean, I'll tell you this, too. This is another thing where I have compassion for people because there's only so much time in a day. And a lot of people live their lives. They go to work. They come home. They put on the news. And they trust it's a, it. It's a prestige organization. They're the, they're the news. Why would they deceive you? And they just don't understand. I mean, there's plenty of evidence. You could go online and find, eh, they just don't want to. No, 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 no. I don't want to. It's too far down the it's rabbit hole. I'm afraid. I'm afraid to go down the rabbit hole. I don't want to do it. I'm just going to go with this. And I am compassionate to that. And I understand why they do that stuff. They're wrong. I mean, there's so much evidence that they lie to you constantly. And if they're lying to you about this, what else have they lied to you Everything. about? Everything. Like my dad, yeah. I don't, uh, a lot of my family members. They sit and they watch the news yeah. all day. All day. They sit and they watch it all day. Yeah. And they believe everything. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hey, man, let me show you that. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Well, you know what opened up my eyes? Like, it was the summer of love. And I noticed how a lot of most of the news channels were, like, basically pushing violence. Like, they were. And it blew my mind. And I remember we talked about it because... I would say before then, I was skeptical, but I also was one of those people that's like, hey, CNN's been around forever. They're giving us the news. Why, why wouldn't I believe a report or, or NBC or Fox or any of these guys? You know, these are, these are big news stations. Like, they're, they're, they're just giving us the news. So when all that was going on, and I was like, wait a minute, they want us to burn cities down. They want us to hate each other. I, I started really just seeing it. Yeah. So then I started looking back at other stuff over like 20, 30 years. And I was like, I started thinking about like um, after 9-11, how many times they showed those planes hitting the buildings over and over again on a loop for mm-hmm. months and months. And I was like, Jesus, that was some sensationalism, too. We didn't need to see that every five seconds, but they, they wanted us to we see We can it every protect five you from this if you give up your rights. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the Patriot Act. Right. You're, you're what? You're not a patriot? So that's what opened up my eyes. And then, like, like you said, you know, if you point that out to somebody, you go, oh, you're one of those people. What? Somebody that's not a blind moron? Like, what are you talking about? Like, this is pretty obvious. It's right here in our face. Like... Side people are under some kind of spell or something, man. Yeah, it's it's laziness. It's yeah, not even a, it's like the opposite of a spell. It's just like I. This is the this like I said. This is the news. Not to repeat myself. Why would they lie? There's no incentive for them to lie. They don't understand. You know, they'll see the news is sponsored by Pfizer all of a sudden. Since Why the would they lie? Out. Brought to you by Pfizer. Yeah, and I mean, there's that, and just go. Okay, well, clearly there might be incentive. For this organization <laughs> yeah. sponsored, given a lot of money to yeah. not report negative things about their product. Right. Obviously. But it's just one of those things where you just go, I can't. A lot of people just can't do it. They're just, they follow the rules. They, they you know, just see their. There's their, a comfort uh, in just staying they, in they line. Just, they see their independence to the authority. They're the government. Like, I. They're they going to take, take care, care of, of us. Everything. They're going to take care of it's a, us. They care about us. Yeah. Remember yeah. they gave us the stimulus checks because they care? Right. Yeah, man. Right. Come on. I'm to the point where I almost am, am far enough down the rabbit hole that I'm not saying I believe in lizard people. I'm not <laughs> saying that, okay? But I'm I just you, saying. I thought I'm, you were going to be like, I've seen gay frogs. No, no. <laughs> All I'm saying is think about your most hated politician whether you're on the right or left think about obama trump whoever you hate the most hillary whoever picture them coming out and saying ladies and gentlemen of of america 
I have an announcement. And they rip a mask off, and under it is this little... <laughs> you wouldn't be shocked. You'd Nobody be like, would flinch. You'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. They just- Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.